to the Couch Time Podcast, where we give you tools to connect with your kids and point them to Jesus. My name is Steven. I'm Aaron. And I'm Josh. And last week, or aka last night, (laughs) aka the day before two days ago, if you add three to it. Steven was up all night, so you're going to have to give (laughs) Um, some grace in this podcast. We talked third lesson in our Who is Jesus series. We have one more lesson to go. Um, So first week, we overviewed... Um, who do you say I am? Jesus said. There's two more, right? There's two more. Two There's more. five lessons. Two more. Believe there are two more lessons <laughs> to go. The first week, though, we said, "Who is Jesus?" Um, we looked at the passage which says, "Who do you say I am?" We said, "This is the most important question anybody will ever answer for themselves." Who do you say Jesus is? We want to show you who He is through the Scriptures. Next week, we went in and said. Who is Jesus? How does he interact with those people who are far off? How does he interact with people who feel like they're incomplete, lost in sin, have no way out, caught in the middle um, of of what appears to be a screw up? Mm-hmm. Um, we looked at how he dealt with the woman caught in adultery, and we saw that he's loving and gracious and kind um, and comes down onto people's level um, and lifts them up and can forgive um, even the worst of sinners. Um, and then last night... We said, okay, well, that's how Jesus deals with people way out there. How does Jesus' people deal with his inner crew? How does Jesus deal with his friendships? How does Jesus deal with his community? Um, how does Jesus love his people? Um, so at Independence, you know, and actually I think at all of our campuses, we looked at the story of Jesus washing the disciples' feet, found John 13, 1 through I think 20, um, where you see Jesus the night before he's going to be portrayed, or the night of, I guess, he's going to be portrayed, right? Yes? Somebody? The night that he's going to yes. be portrayed? Right before, he's yeah. Betrayed. Yeah. Right, right, before. The, right before he's betrayed. Passover feast. Mm-hmm. He's with his disciples. They all walk in, and they care too much about where they're going to sit at a table um, in order for to lift themselves up and make themselves look good, that nobody wants to take the job of what was meant for a slave and wash one another's feet. Um, they all walk past, past this basin of water and this towel, and they just keep going. Um, so then Jesus goes, and you know, he picks it up, and he washes his feet, even Judas, who's there in the group that he knows is going to betray him. Um, so the three takeaways we had in Independence, and then you guys can talk, is um, thanks. I said, Jesus humbled himself um, to wash his disciples' feet. Yeah. And I said, Jesus humbled himself to wash his enemies' feet. Mm-hmm. And I said, Jesus has humbled himself to wash you. Mm-hmm. Um, so those were the three made things. We looked at Philippians 2 and how it nice. says that he humbled himself by becoming a, uh, taking the form of a, of a servant, yeah. um, humbled himself all the way to the point of death, even yeah. death on a cross. And yeah. we said, you know, if you, if you haven't been saved, you still need this full washing by Jesus that mm-hmm. was bought for you on the cross. Yep. Um, if you have been saved, what does it look like to follow Jesus? It looks like loving and serving your friends, it looks like loving and serving your enemies. It's not good enough just to be like cool with people. Like yeah, yeah. you actually have to become beneath them and lift yes. them up and serve them. What were your three points again? Jesus humbled himself to wash his disciples' feet, his friends. Jesus humbled himself to wash his enemies' feet. Um, and then Jesus humbled himself to wash you. Mm. So that's, that's what we talked about. We had an epic day. Uh, we play, We had a Nerf battle at the Fort Thomas campus for like four hours. It was a ton of fun. That's sweet. Um, and that was right after church, all the way up until youth started. So by the time youth started, everybody was already in slap happy mode <laughs> and kind of crazy, which was a ton of fun. 
So you had the people that were in slap happy mode and everybody else that was just ticked at everybody that was in slap happy mode. You had like people that were on both extremes. And so it was a very fun youth. Um, and then everybody washed each other's feet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I called an audible and what I did is we did small groups first just because mm-hmm. everybody was shot. It's like go to small groups, discuss, and then we'll come back and kind of have a discussion kind of mm-hmm. lesson. Essentially... I said two things. Jesus is showing us that there is nobody below us Mm -hmm. and there is nobody Mm -hmm. whom we should not love. I mean, we talked about, it's like Jesus said, love your enemies. And it's like, there's nobody that is below who you should love. And then we said, uh, and I stole this from another guy. I heard it one time. I don't remember his name, but it's like, you're never further from the spirit than when you're expecting to be served. Mm -hmm. And it was, the conversation ended up being... Uh, looking at it's like so answering the question who is jesus after after reading john 13 and jesus washing his disciples feet it's like how would you answer the question who is mm-hmm. jesus and what yeah. is he like after reading this it's yeah. like, well he's humble he's a servant uh it's it's like he's amazing he's really kind he's really patient there were all kinds of things people were throwing out and the the biggest the number one was humility that people mm-hmm. were saying right. and people were trying to understand humility because yeah. we talked about the context of who was normally supposed to wash people's feet. Yeah. And then they're all sitting there like, who's going to wash my feet? Who's it going to be? Who's the least of us that's going to wash mm-hmm. feet? And then it's like, then Jesus, the one who was absolutely not the least, got up to wash feet mm-hmm. and it kind of blew their minds. And it's like we tried to speculate as far as like, what do you think the disciples were thinking? We know right. what Peter was thinking, but yeah, yeah. what was Judas thinking? What was, It's like mm-hmm. it talks a little bit about Judas who was planning to betray Jesus already. What do you th- it's like, and then we talked about like, well, hey, what do you think Jesus did when he got to Judas's feet? Mm-hmm. You kind of think he looked at him sarcastically and gave him like the eye or squeezed his feet a little bit harder than the other <laughs> right. disciples' feet? Like, mm-hmm. you know, we kind of speculated a little bit as far as like, how do you think this went down mm-hmm. that Jesus unconditionally loved each of them, mm-hmm. Judas the same as the others? Yeah. Like, it's kind of crazy to think about. And so it was just a picture of humility. It's like, mm-hmm. he's the son of God who came... Who's going back to the Father? It says in verse three, and then we ended on we ended on verse seventeen. It's like yeah. if you know these things, blessed are you if you do them. If you so it's like them. you can know these things, you can talk about this. So then we spent a bunch of time talking about what does it look like to wash people's feet. Mm. It's like we're yeah. not supposed to literally wash people's feet. What does it look like in your school, in your right. class, with your family, your siblings, or your neighbors? Like that's like what, what we it? used group time for. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. like what does it look like to do that? And so we talked about what true love is in serving people we talked about is being kind the same as loving is mm. being nice the same as being loving it's sure. like right good question and so then we ended up boiling it down to who was jesus thinking about yep jesus was focused on his father mm. jesus knowing that the father had given him all things into his hands and he was he came from god and he was going back to, it's like jesus was focused on obeying his father and then he was thinking about he was not thinking about himself. He was only thinking about others. Yeah, consider like, others' interests more important than your own. Yeah, Philippians, right? Yeah. That's what you said you and It's like Jesus' focus. So then our we kind of ended with, you guys need to go away from here. And if you want to follow Jesus, you have to learn to not think about yourself. Mm-hmm. How the heck do you even do that? It's like, well, you can't unless you know Christ. Mm-hmm. And you've get, been given a new heart. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a gospel gospel presentation that motivates true selflessness. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was a really good conversation. And then at Florence, we talked about just like how gross foot washing mm-hmm. was, like how gross of a job that was. We talked about bunions and athletes' feet. <laughs> I talked about my chacos. 
I talked about Steven's chakras <laughs> as well. Oh, um, I should, we all should we, have talked about Steven's. We, uh, we, I mean, we talked about just like what kinds of things would they like people in that day like actually step in just like how gnarly that is it was amazing um and just the whole like i read in one commentary they tried to reserve foot washing not just even for slaves but for non-jewish slaves yeah, like the I was least like, of the least whoa that's crazy yeah. anyways so but like and then yeah we talked about just how also that feet are freaky um when you think about it um <laughs> but how do you, do you have weird feet <laughs> Dude, Josh, that's what you need to tell us, dude. Feet. Everybody like has weird feet. feet. When you were talking about, like, what were the disciples thinking, um, we talked a little bit about just, like, what must that have been like? Jesus, kind of, like you were saying, like, kind of coming beneath you, um, touching your feet, seeing how weird they are, um, seeing where you've been, um, and then just making sure that it's completely clean and just how everything is a picture. So that ceremony of washing mm-hmm. feet is also a picture of how Jesus makes us clean mm-hmm. and that Jesus is the pace setter. So we talked about like what a pace setter is. They're the first person in a race who sets the pace for the rest of the team, right? Like, um, and that Jesus is our example for like, this is how you serve. Like he, he chose one of... And, and I think this is interesting because he's about to die. So what what do people do? I should have talked about this last night, but what do people do right before they're, they know they're about to die? Get a last meal. They talk oh. about what's most important. That too. <laughs> I was thinking prison. <laughs> got to go to Waffle House. But <laughs> I got I to gotta eat a waffle right now. I'm about to go. <laughs> but like, well, you'll go if you... Go to Whatever happens, I'm no. gonna do that. I'm gonna thank you, man. One of the most important things they need to know is mm-hmm. how do you serve? How do you yep. love people? What do you need to lay aside? So Jesus laid aside his outer garment, right, and then washed the feet. Is there anything you need to lay aside? Um, in Philippians two, Jesus didn't count equality with God as something to be grasped, but instead came. What do you need to lay aside so that you can serve? And is there any way? You know you should be serving, but you've been avoiding. Yeah. So, what's been cool is every week we've kind of been going back to lesson one where we showed all these like stereotypes of Jesus. Yeah. And then like one of the major questions I've been asking in groups is like, okay, based on this story, what stereotype does this hmm. bring down? Sure. Does this crash? Mm-hmm. So like, so we talked about like the pictures of Jesus just up in the clouds, like yeah. hanging, standing in white, saying, yeah. "Come, play with me in right. the clouds," right. where. We will dance on yeah. rainbows. Um, it's like, no. And someone's like, yeah, cloud Jesus is gone. I thought they said cloud Jesus, but they said <laughs> cloud Jesus. Cloud Jesus is gone. Like he comes and gets down on people's level. Yeah. And yeah, we had cool. like superhero Jesus where we saw he's like big and muscular and jacked up. Um, and it's like, no, like Jesus is like the most humble and kind yeah. underneath people. And so I don't know. It's been cool to like just look at these images of Jesus we have in our head yeah. and then try to kind of juxtapose. Is that a yeah. word? Juxtapose yeah, them. Look at mm-hmm. you. Bam. I have a business administration degree, guys. <laughs> Juxtapose them against um, what we actually see in Scripture mm. and say, okay, so where are we getting these pictures You know, from? It's just from our own thoughts and culture. And mm. um, we ask kids in group two, like, where do you see yourself in the story? Yeah. And, yeah, you know, we That's had good. some people were like, I'm, I'm Judas. Like, and had mm. they're like, I can't, I can't even comprehend why Jesus would like 
want to forgive me mm-hmm. and, and like having conversations about that and then having conversations about the disciples like too busy worried about myself to you know to get down on someone else's level and so mm-hmm. I thought it was a really good time really good lesson um, what do you guys think are just you know as we're wrapping up here a couple of good takeaways um, for parents as they uh, try to lead and, and disciple their kids I told the kids last night and I got kind of passionate and I said some of you are about to be adults you're about to graduate I said some of you are about to be in high school. Some of you are just in middle school. But, uh, I mean, any parent listen, listening to this knows that time, like, flies by. Mm. Uh, and time only gets faster the older you get. And as I looked at these kids and I was asking them questions, like, so what is this? You just read, we just, we read the entire passage and then we unpacked it and the kids still looked at me puzzled and were scared to answer confidently about who Jesus is based on this because they're so worried about giving the right answer. And it's like, guys, what did we just read? Like, right. what do you think? They need to think for themselves, and they need confidence right. to be able to say what they read and then, like, to process. They're just always trying to to do what they're supposed to. It's like I would love to see these kids by the time that they're they're graduated and they enter into adulting and whether that's college or trade school or no school and they just start a career job or they live with their parents or they move out or whatever it is, it's like to be able to think for themselves and know what they believe and know where it comes from. And it's like they're just so wrapped up in this. Uh, just tell me what to say. It's like, right. no, you think about it. What did we just read? Yeah. Tell me what you see out of this. So yeah. I would tell parents to challenge the kids and say, what did you read? What do you think that means about Jesus? It's like, what are you going to do with that? Like, try to get them to think for themselves and not just give right answers Yeah, um, is what I would say after last night. This this question about, like, washing Judas's feet was, some, was like, a consistent theme, um, which was really interesting. And so for you as parents, um, I think an encouragement – so we're supposed to be like Jesus and Jesus is the pace setter and almost by default parenting is a uh it's an act of serving and it kind of depend it's but it's up to you how you serve and you are such an an important a a major culture maker in your home and i think i just want to encourage you as parents um, for when maybe your student is hard. Um, Mm. Jesus knew outright that not only, almost like Judas didn't like him, but Judas was going to betray him. And Jesus still washed his feet. Jesus still went beneath him and served him. And so I think that's just uh, an encouragement for you as parents. Um, What are ways... it's it's less about uh what are ways you can serve but it's more about the attitude of how you serve um and one of the things we we talked about um was jesus didn't like do the eye roll like well fine if if nobody else is gonna do this then i guess i'll just do it like that wasn't jesus's attitude at all he just wants to pray well nobody else will right i will exactly (laughs) It, it wasn't it wasn't that he just did it um and he, he he i don't know jesus always did things in with a kind and humble yeah. servant manner so I, I think it's just an encouragement to think about 
how you serve your kids, not uh, just the heart attitude behind it. And knowing that every time you do that, you are reflect, you are giving a clearer picture to them of who Jesus is um, and what God is like. Mm. So, March 6th is our Parent Equip Night yes. where we are talking about edu- LGBT+, plus, um, how to have conversations with your kids, how to think rightly about it, how to even get your brain around um, the culture and what all is going yeah. on in your students' lives. So we want you to come to that. Please, please, please register. We and only have eight people registered right now. Well, so don't tell me that. Now it sounds lame. Well, no, I'm just saying There like, is 125 please. people registered. <laughs> You're going to want to get in now. Yes. We only have 300 spots available. <laughs> um, so call in. We've taken the first eight callers. We'll get free registration. Um <laughs> This is a free event. You're going to want to register. Josh, stop it. <laughs> Let <them> roll. <laughs> March 6th at the Independence Campus. Um, you're going to hear from me, Josh, Aaron. It's going to be a really good night. And we really, really want to see you there and help um, you guys think about what all's going on in your kids' lives right now. Yeah. Um, so register on the website. There's links everywhere on this podcast, on YouTube, on the different student ministry pages in the calendar. So please register. Cool. Aaron, pray us out. God, I, uh, I am thankful for who you are and that you reveal yourself to us. You've given us your word with stories about uh, Jesus. You washed your disciples' feet. You wash us. You've made us clean uh, with your blood. Um, and I'm very grateful. You've adopted us into your family. But more than anything, you have given us the power to do what you call us to do, what you ask us and tell us to do. Uh, and I pray for the parents that you would help them put that on display for their kids. Um, that they would serve, that they would be selfless, and that they would help teach their kids and show their kids uh, what it looks like to follow Christ's example and to imitate him. Um, Lord, I pray for parents that you would give them wisdom, you would give them discernment to know uh, what that looks like. God, we don't... Left to ourselves, we will think about ourselves. Mm. Uh, We need you to help uh, us be selfless. Um, And I pray you would help the parents with that. And I pray that you will use that in the kids' lives and that they will start to see your heart, Jesus, uh, and loving people. Uh, Your word in John 13, verse 35 says, all people know that you are my disciples Mm -hmm. by your love. It's like this is to be the determining uh, characteristic of followers of Christ. Help us to be that, Lord. I pray in your name, Jesus, for these things, for the parents. Uh, that you would bless them and their families. Um, We love you. Thanks, man.